Hello, and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I'm Kim Dunaway. This is podcast number two in our 10-part yoga series on the yamas and niyamas of yoga. And like I said before, each one builds on the previous one. So a quick review of ahimsa, again, means being kind first to ourselves and then to others. The second yama is satya. Satya means truthfulness. And this is one that people tend to gloss over because they say, well, that's very simple. Don't lie. Tell the truth. This is an easy yama to follow. But it's really more complicated than that. It's really about, as an author says in one of my books, being real rather than being nice. So chew on that for a second. I live in the South and here, if you ask somebody how they're doing, they automatically say that they're fine. If you ask someone what they're thinking about, they automatically say nothing because they don't want to share what they're thinking. They don't want to tell you how their day is if their day isn't going well. Did you ever think that those can be little, tiny lies? Not that you've got to dump on someone when they ask you how you're doing. Not that you've got to pour out everything that's on your mind or whatever you're looking at on your phone when someone asks you what you're thinking about or what you're looking at. But those little, tiny lies are non-truths. And why do we feel the need to not be truthful about who we are or what we're doing. So let's dig into this a little bit because to be truthful, just like being kind, first we've got to be true with ourselves, which can be harder than what we think. It means being realistic. Here we are just days out from a new year. Are you setting realistic goals or are you setting yourself up for failure? Being truthful means that you're also being realistic. So example, if you have a goal that you're going to go to the gym five days a week come the new year. But your pattern shows that that's probably not going to happen. Then you are kind of lying to yourself about what you're capable of. Setting yourself up for failure, especially if you haven't arranged the time or means to make that goal happen. So we have to be truthful with ourselves about where we are. We have to be truthful about where we want to go. Sometimes we don't set goals that we even really want to accomplish. We're not really interested in that. There's something that deep down we really want to do, but we don't want to get our hopes up. We don't think that we can. So we aren't truthful with ourselves. 
So first and foremost, we've got to be truthful with ourselves. What is it that you like? What is it that you want? You've ever seen The Runaway Bride? I always love the example of towards the end of the movie when she's trying out different ways of eating eggs. Richard Gere's character is a a writer and he's doing a story on her character. And with each of her former fiancés, he asks them, how does she like her eggs? And they all say, oh, just like me, an omelet over easy, like whatever it is. And what he finds that he shares with her is that she molds into whatever the fiance is, whatever they like, she likes. So she doesn't really have an identity. She doesn't really have a voice. So there's this point at the end of the movie where she's in a diner and she's trying all of these different types of egg dishes. Some of them she really doesn't like. And so for us, what are we forcing ourselves to do that we don't really like? What are we lying to ourselves about? And what can we do to change that? If you're not happy about something, that unhappiness doesn't go away. So the first thing we have to do is we have to be honest with ourselves about the fact that we're not happy about it so that we can actually do something to change it. But as long as we're lying to ourselves, We're never going to get there. So as you can see, this is a much more complicated yama than maybe what you thought when I said it means being truthful. We all will make concessions in life, compromises, and that is to be expected. But we're not to do those things at the expense of being truthful. Now, there's a difference when your four-year-old comes up to you with the picture that they've just drawn and it's, it's not what is an amazing drawing, but it probably is amazing for them at that age. So I'm not telling you to blast their dreams when they're playing the piano and they're making lots of mistakes at this age and telling them that, yes, that was great. And I'm not telling you to say, oh, that was terrible. No, there's a way to encourage them without lying. And there's some flexibility when it comes to children, of course. But at the very core, it does require us to look at a lot of aspects of our life that maybe we didn't look at before. And a lot of times being truthful, be it with ourselves or with other people, isn't an easy task. A lot of times it's easier to lie. But what does that set us up for? Because we find that it may be hard to lie the first time, especially to somebody that you love. 
But the second time, it's easier. And the third, and the fourth. So then we're flexing, we're developing muscles of dishonesty. And that's not muscles we want to develop. Like I talked about in our previous podcast, we want to develop muscles of good habits. So here we want to develop muscles of being honest. And that requires us to tell the truth, whether it's comfortable or not. Oftentimes we will take the easy way out. The Bible of the Yamas and Niyamas is called the Yamas and Niyamas. The author is Deborah Adele. And from time to time throughout the series, I'll probably quote something from her book. But when she talks about Satya, she says, truth has weight. And that's an interesting statement. Sometimes the truth is heavy. When you know something that no one else knows, someone told you something, sometimes that can, that can weigh on you a little bit. And sometimes you want to tell somebody else just to lighten that load, even though you know you're not supposed to. And sometimes being truthful is hard. It might mean that someone's feelings might get hurt. But is it better for them in the long run to know the truth? Probably so. And you have to make those decisions yourself as to what is best. I'm not asking you to tear down families with this yama. That's, that's not the point. The point is to look at the way that you're talking to yourself and look at the way that you're interacting with other people. And is there room for being more truthful? Is there room for being more real? One of my good friends does not go to church and hasn't for some time. And that's certainly her prerogative. And But the reason that she doesn't go is because she feels like everybody at church is fake. That it's a facade. And fakeness is at the very core of this yama. Not being who you say that you are. Not being authentic. Not being real. So again, the difference between being real and being nice, the difference between being honest and being fake. Where do you want to lie on that spectrum? Is it a spectrum? Isn't it? An extreme. Can you be a little truthful? Can you be a lot truthful? Or can you only be 
truthful. Because when we start to fudge, we start to feel like there's a spectrum. We inch closer and closer to lying. So think about this one a little bit. It's not as easy as it seems. So now you're probably going to notice when somebody asks you, how's your day? And you immediately answer, oh, it's fine. It's great. And it's really not. When somebody asks you, hey, what'd you do yesterday? And you don't want to tell them because you're ashamed of whatever you did or didn't do. So you lie about it. You're going to notice these little things that maybe you didn't notice before. And while truth has weight, notice that when you become more honest, you feel a little lighter. I know in the past when when I have a friend that has had something really heavy and they don't want to tell me because they're afraid I'm going to I'm going to get on to them or but I don't. And when they tell me they feel so much better. Sometimes carrying around a secret is a way of lying because you're not being honest about what you've done. So this can be a heavy one. It causes us to really look internally. And this is all part of yoga off the mat. It's, it's not an easy road. But that destination on the other side is pretty sweet. So again, you can find me at thisdietlife at gmail.com. I'm going to put a, not a link, but at least the name of the book that I mentioned here in the notes for this episode. If you want to check it out, it is an amazing resource. It's not something that I recommend that you read cover to cover all at once. It's something that I would recommend that you read one chapter at a time, maybe a passage or two at a time and just let it digest, let it sit. It's good stuff. And as always, thanks for listening.